Good afternoon, fellow Gothamites. I'm Jack Ryder. After a long day of carnage in our fair city, we're following breaking news out of the Penguin's Iceberg Lounge. Details are scarce at the moment, but GCPD Commissioner James Gordon is expected to hold a press conference at any moment. Meanwhile, we do have this exclusive on-scene interview. Yeah, I heard Joker went on a rampage or something today. I get that. But it felt like it took the cops two years to get here. Things are going to hell all over the city. They decide to drag their feet. It's ridiculous. I'll never understand how things work in this town. We're told Commissioner Gordon is ready. We go live downtown. First, I want to assure all citizens that the Joker has been taken into custody for the murders at the 10th Street comic book shop, so you can all rest a bit easier on that front. As for the situation here at the Iceberg, we don't know much beyond the fact that Freeze and Cobblepot had some sort of alliance and it appears to have gone south. All of the entry points on the building have been sealed and they're encased in ice. We're currently awaiting the arrival of Captain Maggie Sawyer and her newly christened GCPD Special Crimes Unit on the scene. Beyond that, all we can say at this point is the SCU and the SWAT teams will be taking the lead. Please, no questions at this time. We will update the public when we can, but until then, thank you. That's the latest on our breaking news. We'll send you back to regularly scheduled programming. If we have any further updates, we'll bring them to you at 6 and 10. This is Jack Ryder, KRGC, reporting. Fits. Yeah. Welcome to episode 83. Yeah. 83. Wow. Yeah, I know. We're getting up there, ain't we? Yeah. We look good for our age. Yeah, we're get we're getting up there until I listen to a, another podcast and listen to this at like 500. Are they one of those ones that does like two episodes a week? No. Oh. I think they might have a long, long time ago, but they haven't in a while. They've just been around since a while. Yeah. I saw one of those podcasts that everybody sucks off all the time. It was either Mark Maron or Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan's like a thousand, I think. I was going to say, they hit like a thousand not too long ago, and everybody was like, oh my god, what a feat! No podcast will get that high. It's like, they will if they fucking do two, three times a week like he does. Right. But yeah, it's fucked up. Smodcast is only at like 419. Well, that's because they take times off, I think. Uh, yeah. Tell them Steve Dave's at like 409 or 410, so. Really? Yeah, they're about to eclipse Smod. That's crazy. I wish Kev would get back on the Smod train. I'm really annoyed that they're behind the uh, paywall on Stitcher. Smod is. Oh, so after like, so it's only like the first, the, the the most few recent that are free. Yeah, it's like the last six months or so of episodes are free, which that's only like ten. Like, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, it sucks. It really does. 
Because, like, I don't use Stitcher anyway, but I sure as shit wouldn't get it just for that. I don't know. I never liked Stitcher. I didn't either. I always found it kind of a pain in the ass to use. Mm-hmm. And everybody was like, get the app, get the app. The app is so much better. No, it's not. No, not really. And I noticed for a while, the app would only give you access to, like, the most recent ten episodes or whatever. So it was like, it ain't fucking worth it. Yeah. So, fuck that shit. Yeah. Fuck this shit. I had a story I wanted to tell you for, like, a joke corner type, but I don't remember what it is, so let's get into the shit we teased last time. So we've been doing a, uh, a rewatch, so my wife wanted to get caught up on the Marvel's movies and uh i want to know why you're such a fucking dork let me see this stupid <laughs> shit you're no because like, i think she wanted to go see captain marvel but she didn't want to with not know anything because she saw like iron man i think and then she saw the, the first two avengers and then that that's it oh and she saw black Panther. she did see black panther too you should have told her that's fine it's a prequel you ain't gonna see none of the other shit well i guess that's true but anyway she wanted to she really wanted to know about the rest of the movies you know so okay. we've been doing a rewatch before Endgame came out. Well, we gotcha. didn't obviously make it all the way up to Endgame. But uh, last weekend we completed uh, Phase 2. And then this week we started Phase 3. So we watched Civil War. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I I remember kind of shitting on that movie a little bit. On this very show. Yeah. But on the rewatch, it was actually better than I remember. I still stand by the fact that the airport fight was kind of gratuitous. And like, not unnecessary, but... There was a lot of setup just so they would fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot of other spots in the movie where it was like, well, they obviously just did that just so they could, fight, you know, mm-hmm. like when Hawkeye tries to come get Scarlet Witch and he has to fight Vision. Yeah. And he like shocks him or whatever. Yeah. And then, I don't know, there's a couple other spots where it was like, well, was that really necessary? You know, one of the things I really love about the MCU is the relationship between Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Because it's it started in Age of Ultron. Right. And it seemed like such a throwaway thing, but like through Civil War and Endgame, you see that they've really got a bond. He's almost like yeah, that's true. the uncle she never had or something. And he seems really protective of her. And I really dig that. Yeah. Well, he should be. Her brother saved his life. Yeah. But I mean, it started even before that, though. No, I know when I know when she was trying. He was trying to talk her into not being afraid. Yeah, he was telling her basically, it's like, look, what happened before happened. Fucking, you're either with us or you're not. Fucking, get your shit together and let's do something. And she's like, all right. But there was a lot more story to 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 that movie than just the fighting. That's what I what stood out to me the most, I guess, when I watched it the first time. Yeah. Not that I, you know, missed the whole Tony's mom, Winter Soldier. All that shit. That was all really awesome. That was like that. That's still like my favorite part of the whole movie. Like you could take that airport fight and take that out. I don't give a fuck. Well, I would not say that because that gave us the best Spider-Man we've ever had. No, I agree. I'm just saying. I'm just saying it didn't <laughs> have know. to be. And and what's crazy is it like it starts and then it kind of stops for a minute and then mm-hmm. then it goes just completely bananas. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it just like it was like okay they're fighting. Okay now they stopped fighting holy shit, now they're really fighting, <laughs> you know? The thing that I dig dig about that scene, though, was they they pointed out how fucking ridiculous it is with Hawkeye and, and Scar- Black Widow. And Black Widow, when they were like, we're still friends, right? 
Yeah, and he's like, like, yeah. And then they fucking sock each other in the mush. Yeah. I liked that they pointed that out. Yeah, I liked that too. And that to me, that made it okay, because it does. It's like, wait, what now? Now everybody's fighting be- just because? Right. All right, let's do this. It didn't seem like such a stretch. Like, at the time, it seemed like a stretch that Tony would go along with the Accords and... Yeah. And Cap wouldn't, and, you know, the way that they, the team fractured up. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It just seemed like forced but this time it didn't seem seem to make sense and you know last time we talked about this i hadn't seen it yet but i still think a lot of your problems come from the fact that the first time you watched it it was in like 20 minute increments that could be we watched it over two nights this time but it was still better than being broken up into yeah i mean watching it over a week (laughs) or so yeah. By the time you get to fucking day five, you're like, wait, what happened in the first 20 minutes right. again? Well, by the time you get to day five, you don't give a shit anymore. Exactly. You're like, can I just so, finish this fucking thing or what? Yeah, so by that point, you're like, I don't know, I guess it was alright. Fucking stupid ass Civil War. So yeah, I think that really played into you being like, I don't know, it was alright. So did you start the next movie yet? or We haven't yet. The next movie's Doctor Strange. I told her that technically yeah, I think Dr. Spider-Man Strange. is the next movie. Oh? But... Um, we don't have to watch that one if she doesn't want because she's seen that one. No, I don't think it... I mean, it could be, but I think it came after. Did it, it come after Doctor Strange? Yeah, I think you're I think you're right because we went to see it. You and I went to see it. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it was Doctor Strange, Guardians 2, and then Spider-Man, I think. Okay. Yeah, because Spider-Man was just before... Yeah, that was two years ago. Yeah. Doctor Strange was before that, so... Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So yeah, so Doctor Strange will be the next one we do. Which I still think that's a pretty good movie, but it's probably in the lower half. Yeah, I would agree. Probably in the lower half. What did you think of the first two Thors? I know you were like, eh, on Thor 2, but... Thor 1 was better than I remembered. Yeah. I felt, I felt better about that one than, than the first time I saw it. Thor 2 was, eh, I don't know. It was the okay. The first Thor I really loved. The second one, it's not as good as the first, but I love it too. I would put both of them in the top half. Really? Hmm. I would. Yeah, I don't know if I'd do that, but but they're not they're not terrible. None of these movies are terrible, even the ones that are like, ugh. I've said that from the beginning. In my opinion, the Guardians movies are the worst movies of the MCU. But that's like saying fucking the blowjob I got last night was the worst blowjob I've ever had. It's like, it's still a blowjob. Right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's like, it's the worst of the MCU, but it's still a pretty decent movie. Still, still fun to watch. Yeah. So, did she like the first Guardians? I think so, yeah. Is she a tough nut to crack like some people I know? I don't think so. She just doesn't, she just doesn't like, you know, give a big reaction or anything a lot of times. Because we just watched uh, the three Hobbit movies, and for the first time, Ma watched Lord of the Rings. And it's like, what'd you think? She's like, it was good. Yeah. That's pretty much the reaction I get a lot of times. Anything else? It, it, it was good to watch. Yeah. I liked it. It was good. It's like, okay. Fitz and I could spend like 12 hours discussing each of these movies. You, I get. It's good. <laughs> That's girls for you. I guess, man. But yeah, Ma watched The Hobbits for years. She was like, I watched fucking Lord of the Rings. Fuck Lord of the Rings. And when the Hobbit movies were coming out, she was like, ooh, those look good. <laughs> That's the same I'm shit. I'm like, you know it's the prequel to Lord of the Rings. She went, huh? I said, that is set 
like 60 years before Lord of the Rings. She goes, is it? And I went, yeah, it's the same fucking story. So recently she's like, I want to watch something. I want to watch something. I was like, like what? And she was like, well, The Hobbit. And I was like, do you want to watch Lord of the Rings? Oh, I like Lord of the Rings. I was like, Ma, I am telling you, it is the same fucking thing. She's like, is it? And I was like, yes. It's the same fucking thing, written by the same fucking thing, directed by the same fucking guy. When we're watching The Hobbit, I was like, okay, you see this ring here that Bilbo finds in this cave and this little creepy golem guy? And she's like, yeah. I was like, all of that shit is in the next three. And she's like, is it? And I was like, yes, that ring is the whole point of the next three movies. And she went, oh, oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, these movies, to me, are more fun than Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is like, everything sucks now. Yeah, they're pretty dark. Yeah, it's like, Hobbit is like, wow, this is fun, I'm on an adventure. But Lord of the Rings is like, I've seen some shit, man. Mm Mm-hmm. We're all gonna die. Yeah, so, I was like, if you're looking for the happy-go-luckiness of it, you're gonna be sorely disappointed, I said. But if you can just fucking deal with the same story but darker you're gonna like it and she's like uh this ain't your grandpa's hobbit yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like well maybe we'll try it and i was like okay so we ended up watching all of them she's like yeah they're good so that's what i get too so yeah she seems to be enjoying it so far though huh yeah i, I knew she would because like i said we we went together to see avengers and avengers 2 in the yeah. theater and i was pretty sure she watched uh Iron Man with me a long time ago, and she definitely, she really wanted to see Black Panther when it was out, but we didn't get to go, so we watched that last year on video. She liked it, and she liked Homecoming, so I knew she'd like, I knew she'd like them. Yes, I, let's see, I'm trying to remember which ones I've gone to see. I went and saw Thor and Cap, then Iron Man 3, um, and I think after that, all the other ones I've seen has been with you. Yeah, pretty much, that's, we did... Avengers, Avengers 2, and then I think after that, they've all been ones we've gone to together. And that's been like, what, four or five of them? Doctor Strange, Ragnarok. uh, Five. Infinity War, Endgame, Homecoming. mm. And then later this month, it'll be Far From Home, and I say this month meaning July. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) We're way ahead. Not way ahead, only like three episodes. Yeah. But in real time, we're way ahead. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it's... That'll be six. Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see Far From Home. Oh, dude, I'm so fucking down. Yeah. The only too. problem I have is, like, oh, I'm gonna miss Laura Harrier. Yeah. Because I really liked her. Calm down. I'm, I'm not getting all excited too much. You get to see Aunt May, so... Oh. <laughs> it was funny, in Civil War, she looks totally different than when, what she ended up looking like in Homecoming, I think. Like, her hair is different, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, in, like, uh, Homecoming, they really made her look like a 70s broad. Yeah. With them pants and shit. But yeah. In um, Civil War, she kind of just looks like normal ant-type lady. Like, th- there really seems to be no personality in Civil War. Which, I mean, I can kind of understand. I mean, Well, she's only in it for two seconds. That's what I mean. Yeah. Aesthetically speaking, though, there's really no personality because they're like, we just got to get to the fucking airport. Right. They want to spend all that time with Tony and Peter. Yeah. The, the May stuff is just to set up Tony later talking about hot aunt. Yes. Which, who can blame him? He's not wrong. Uh, not even a little bit. Mm-mm. I mean, I'm, I kind of wish that um, Harrier had been 
their quote MJ instead of that other broad because I don't really like that other broad. I don't know that I really like her either, but we'll see. Yeah. But Laura Harriet, oh god, I love her. She's gonna be like my future ex-wife number twelve. <laughs> You better get a job to pay for all this uh, spousal support. Alimony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. So, anywho. That's good, though, to hear that she's digging it. Yeah, it's fun to rewatch them, and it's funny how my impressions of these movies change. Yeah. Like, some, some of the stuff is like, oh, that's not as good as I remember. You know, the second time you watch it doesn't hit you as hard or hit you as... As awesome. Got any movie particularly in mind? Um, well, I told you, I, Age of Ultron doesn't seem like it held up as well. Not the one I'm thinking of? And, uh, yeah. And some of the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff wasn't as good as I remembered. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember you fucking, I think you saw the first one and you came in blowing it hard. I know, I did. And I, I still do. I still stand by that. But it, it didn't. The on the second viewing didn't rock me as hard as the first, but it's still fun, still good. Like I said, I, it's fun and everything, but I don't know. I guess it caught me off guard, and you know. Well, that's the thing. I think it caught a lot of people off guard, and then when the second one came out, and they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's good too." Oh, did you? Uh, speaking of Marvel, did you hear Matthew Vaughn's plans for uh, the first class sequels? No, that they're, that they're not going to make. Yeah, no, he quit making those to go make Kingsman because they were like, no, we don't want to do that. We want to do Days of Future Past next. Because he was wanting to do another movie and then Days of Future Past. And they're like, oh, that's a great idea. Let's do that next. And he's like, no, you got to build to that. And they're like, ah, fuck it. Let's just do that. Mm -hmm. He was um, to continue a conversation we had last episode. Oh, the casting of Wolverine? Yes. I did see that. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Who did he say? Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, that's right. That's what I thought. Yeah. I was Which like, fucking mm. Tom Hardy's getting dangerously close to Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, and Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. Where anytime a fucking role comes up, they're like, Tom Hardy can do it. And it's like, fuck all of them. No, I think in order to do it properly, you're going to have to cast somebody good and then digitally shrink them a little. I don't think they'll go to that much trouble. I don't think they care that much. They probably don't, but I'm saying, I think that needs to be, in order to get it truly right. Yeah. But Yeah, like I said, I don't think they care that much about it being that comic book accurate, that he's kind of shrimpy, but if they did it, I would so fucking respect it, and that would give him like 10 points right off the top. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it's not that he's just shrimpy, but he's like thick and, yeah, you know, sinewy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking beast-like. Just a normal actor dude is not going to look right. I just mean shrimpy and, like, that's kind of Wolverine's defining trait is that he's short. Yeah. So when he does pop the claws and go crazy, it's like, oh, shit, didn't expect that from that little fucking thing. But, yeah, I don't think they care that much, too. No, probably they don't, but... I thought that was kind of like, seriously, everybody wants to put this motherfucker in everything now? Well, I mean... I was not tell me about those X-Men movies. They're not quite right. No, I, you can fucking say what you want. X-Men First Class is a great fucking movie, dude. I still say that is the best X-Men movie. I know not many people agree with me, and I do not give a shit. 
Yeah, I'm I'm scared to go watch the Brian Singer ones now. Sure, I'm gonna hate them. Yeah, see, I've you've rewatched them recently. No, I've thought about it, but I've kind of been in the same mindset where it's like I can't do it. It's not gonna be that great. And then they come with even more baggage. Right, put that extra baggage on top, and it's like, but I love that that first X Men when it came out. So do I. So did I. I went to see it in a theater by myself. In the middle of the day, because I was... Was there anybody was, else in the theater? Uh, no, there was other people in the theater. Oh, because I was going to say, that seems like the dream. Yeah, but that's how bad I wanted to go see it. I was like, I'm just going to go see yeah. it. And, well, yeah, uh, you've always been a big X-Men fan, haven't you? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's cool, dude. So good. And then when they reveal later that it's not Wolverine that he's actually after, it's Rogue. And then you're like, oh, shit. And, yeah. you know... I really think you should give First Class a watch. Yeah. Because for the Magneto theme alone in that movie, I think it's worth it. And Magneto's whole through line. Okay. Magneto's theme is so fucking simple, but it is so good. It is one of the few themes in like the last 10, 15 years that it's like, oh, that song. Mm, The Avengers theme is another one. Yeah, that's a good one. But yeah, it's one of those themes that sticks out it's playing in my head right now hmm. as i'm talking about it okay uh, but it's so fucking slow methodical and creepy that it's like that's magnet i haven't seen any of one any of the ones after that but they look like you know dumpster fires right but i and you know maybe it's just that i'm a big fan of matthew vaughn because he did both kingsman movies and i fucking adore those okay well i'll have to go back and i'll have to go watch first class then on your recommendation, I'll go watch it. If after three years, that's all I've accomplished, I'll I'm fine with that. Of course, if it sucks, I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking win-win, son. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's get into some Scooby lists. I mean, I don't know how much you'll see. The thing about this is that sucks is it's kind of one-sided. Well, that's okay. Hopefully, I can provide some input. Well, like, I know I've seen there's that movie. Be... Yeah, I know there's going to be one or two that you're going to be like, it's that fucking low. But I did this list twice and both times the top five and the bottom six did not move. Really? Yeah. But everything else was like, well, no, that's better than that. Well, let's move this down. Wait, why did I put that so low? What was I fucking high that day? I think I had heat stroke, but uh, I'm going to compare this to um, at Spider Scooby's list. Okay. Because I told him, I asked him earlier, was like, send me your list again. And I can already see there's a couple that it's like, wait, you put that that fucking low? And I told him earlier, it's like, dude, I'm going to fucking shit on you hard. Because <laughs> seeing his list that is what made me want to do this, because I was like, what are you fucking high? Yeah, kind of like he was casting the Fantastic Four or something. <laughs> Oh, which, speaking of that, um, I've only got one more puzzle piece to put in place. Yeah. But if you want to do this, too, feel free. I'm going to try to cast a Dan Shamble show. Oh, okay. I have uh, Dan, Spooky, and Robin already. I'm just trying to find a good Magoo. But um, I'm going to compare his list to my list as we go. And, yeah, feel free to jump in whenever you see fit, okay? Okay. So... His and I are top five. Um, 
No, they're not. I was going to say they're the same movies, but they're out of order. But no, they're not. Let's see, where is this? At? Wow, he put that way low. What a fucking douche. <laughs> <laughs> um, My number one, I have Witch's Ghost. Okay, I can see that. Which, uh, I mean, we talked about it in the commentary. That was probably my first Scooby movie. And I fucking love that movie still to this day. He put Zombie Island first, which almost everybody else does. I've never even seen Zombie Island. You haven't? No. Okay, well, you made the decision. I was kicking it over, but you made the decision. Next year, we're watching Zombie Island in September. Okay. It's a good movie. It really is, but I don't think it's the best. Yeah, he put Zombie Island first. I have Witch's Ghost first. My number two is the one we're going to watch this September. Oh, and before I go any further, I just wanted to say, I think I mentioned this before, but again, my rules for this, I don't have the Scrappy specials in here. I don't have um, that Daphne and Velma movie in here because... Um, well, I'll just say because I haven't seen it, not because it looks like dog shit. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have Arabian Nights in here because that kind of falls into the same category as the Scrappy specials. It's more of a TV special to me. I, that's how I view it instead of as a movie. Also, it's not really Scooby-Doo. Um, so anywho, my number two is Mystery Begins, which you haven't seen that either, have you? That's live action, right? Yeah, it's the first live action TV movie they did. Okay. That's what we're watching uh, this September. Right. That movie to me is fucking like the perfect origin for the gang if you don't, you know, go with the pup origin. So which ones actually do you consider canon? Well, I, I don't really have a canon origin because there's like three different ones. But I mean, I actually know. I guess there's like four different origins. And there's like four different continuities too. You've got pup in what's new. That's like one continuity because in what's new they've got a flashback that's in the pup style so they kind of tell you that that's one continuity which i can get down with oh yeah that's right i remember that and also because you know they've got technology in pup they don't have that technology in where are you and they've got technology in what's new so it feels like pup to what's new would be the natural progression there then i there was this vhs tape that they put out I can't remember what it was, but in between, they had these little interstitial things between the, like, four or five episodes that was on there, where they told the origin of the gang, and they did, like, mini biographies on each member of the gang. That's weird. Never heard of that one. Yeah, it, I want to say it was, like, called Greatest Mysteries or something, and they put it out on DVD, but when they did, they took out the uh, interstitials. Ew. Retcon. Yeah, so I think the only way you could get them is if you had the VHS and converted it. Okay. Or maybe look on YouTube. They yeah, might I was going to say there. somebody's have... done it. Oh, yeah. So I'll have to look there and try to find that. But um, there's that, where I think Shaggy found Scoob in a pet shop. Then there's, I think it's Nittingham or Nottingham Puppy Farm. They got Scooby from there in one origin. Uh, there's the Mystery Begins origin. And then I want to say there's another one, but I'm not, I can't quite pull it at the moment. So yeah, there's like four different origins. The one I always lean towards is like, they got Scooby off that farm because I don't know, it seems kind of nice. It's like Snoopy's origin. Is it? Yeah, they got him from the Daisy Hill puppy farm. Oh, okay. I didn't know they went that deep on Snoopy. Yeah, I forget which movie it's in, but. See, I never liked those Snoopy specials. What? movies and stuff. I, I didn't because it's kind of like Calvin and Hobbes. The voices don't match to me. 
So you don't watch Charlie Brown Christmas? No. I don't watch Great Pumpkin either because the voices just don't match to me. Holy the fuck. I know. I know. I'm a disappointment. Oh my god. I just tore my shirt. Because you were pissy? Uh Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, no, I know. I don't watch them because it just the voices do not match to me. Those are not the voices I hear in my head. Sorry to disappoint you. Hmm. I now see. I thought I told you that before. Maybe you did, and I just forgot. And that's kind of like Garfield. Garfield's voice seems to match what's in my head, but John's voice doesn't. So I always kind of bump into that too. Really? What do you think John's voice sounds like? Not what's in the cartoons. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's hard to put into words what a voice in your head sounds like. It's like fucking Batman and Joker. That's Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill. But Charlie Brown is like Charlie Brown, you know, Charlie Brown. Yeah, the kid from fucking the Christmas special. Yeah, no, to me, it's like, no, it's the voice in my head, not that shit. Mm -mm. So, like I said, sorry to disappoint. (laughs) Damn, you've never seen Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. I saw that at a drive-in. Yeah, because you're old. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I uh, had gone to a drive-in. We've talked that over before. but They're pretty fun. I think nowadays they're even better because the speakers go over your... Car speakers? Like you turn to a radio station or whatever? Right. Yeah, you turn it to a radio station and, and then uh, it comes through your car stereo. But yeah, I think I think so. Although I don't know, those speakers were pretty cool too that you hang on the window. I mean, yeah, but I think like in this day and age, if you've got a car that's got like a nice sound system or something in it, yeah. Oh yeah, the that's sound probably shit. Fucking I'm just saying. Yeah. No, there's nostalgia wise, it's like that was great. Yeah. I would love to go to a drive-in though. Just seems fucking fun. Anywho, I got 35 fucking movies to get through, dude. <laughs> Like I said, my number two is Mystery Begins. His number two is my number three, which is Alien Invaders. That's a movie we're definitely going to have to watch in a couple years, too. I'm trying to think if I've seen that one. I think I have seen that one, but I can't remember it exactly. That was the second Scooby movie I that was released in my you know years of fandom. I don't know if I saw that or Zombie Island first, but that one I always liked because in that movie, Scott's got a really good... I'm sure it's probably fucking cheesy to anybody that didn't grow up with it. But uh, Scott's got this really good moment in there where he sings this song in a dream sequence mm-hmm. about uh, the chick that he's met. And it's a really good fucking performance by him. So I've always dug that movie for that reason alone. But also, uh, I can't remember if Mark plays Lester or not, but that the character that's in there, Lester, he's fucking awesome too. I've made uh, references to him and his a couple of his lines before like on the sly that i don't think anybody ever really caught but if you know that movie you know what i'm talking about uh my number three is or yeah number three was alien invaders my number four is cyber chase which we've already watched yeah that was a good one damn good movie uh his number three and four camp scare and which is you know what fuck his list (laughs) <laughs> sticking to my list I don't like the way he ranks shit fuck off <laughs> harsh uh, hey spider scooby your list fucking sucks son dang snap what was the last one I said 
I I don't remember. Oh, Cyber uh, Chase. Cyber, yeah. At number four. Number five, I've got Zombie Island, which, again, that was his number one. Which, like I said, my five, both versions of my list, were set in stone. Zombie Island? Yeah, those top five, I mean. Oh, the top five, yeah. Yeah, in that order, they were set in stone because... Those are fucking rock solid, dude. And if you notice, all four of those original uh, movies they did, they're in my top five. That's how good they are. Okay. Um, but let's see. My number six is Camp Scare. Have you, did you say you saw that or no? I don't think I saw that one. That's the one that I've mentioned before with Mark Hamill as uh, that gangster babyface Beretti. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, and then he's got that voice that I've used in a couple videos, and I think it was in the camping trip that, let me tell you something. That voice, that's where I pulled that from. Oh, okay. Uh, Number seven, uh, Mask of the Blue Falcon. Yeah, I like that one. That one was good. I watched that movie the day it was released. Somebody ripped it and put it on YouTube, and I watched, I hadn't gotten it, and I didn't own it for a few years after but I watched that the day it released on YouTube, and I was like, holy fucking shit, this is awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I love the ties to the Blue Falcon show. Yeah, me too. That was one of those ones that I used to love it when that one would come on, like Cartoon Express. I mean, you've got Boomerang still, don't you? Yeah. So you don't have to worry about it. But they put out a set a few years ago of the Scooby Dino Mutt Hour. Oh, yeah? Yeah, where it's every episode of uh, Blue Falcon Dino Mutt. And it just swaps back and forth, I think. You get an episode of Scooby, then an episode of Dynamite, and it just goes back and forth out there. Oh, that's there. cool. That's one of my favorite fucking sets. Yeah, that's I really mean, cool. the Scooby half of it just kind of feels a little derivative, because it's just like, oh, here they go again, fucking Well, same yeah, it's the formats. same thing with, like, Hong Kong Fooey and all that shit. It was the same show every week, pretty much. Yeah. And, I mean, people give scrappy shit, but he shook up the format a little, so. Yeah. And here's something else out tell you these movies on my list are kind of broken down by the phases that they happen you've got the first four which were one animation style mostly it's the current style and then the what's new style yeah they're kind of grouped together in those phases just out of release order because a lot of those what's new era movies were like or at least at the very least middle of the road uh, my number eight is Abracadabra Do. That was the first of the current style movies. Yeah. And I That's, could I'm be I'm pretty wrong. sure I've never seen that one either. I could be wrong, but I think Brian Posehn's in that one. Oh, is he? I think so. He plays uh, the brother of the main uh, magician, and he's kind of his assistant and does the... Uh, I don't know why I'm fucking pretending like I don't know. He's in the fucking movie, goddammit. it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stop being coy. <laughs> well, you fucking shame me enough times being like, oh my god, you can connect it all. But yeah, he plays the uh, effects guy for the main ma- magician, and he's his, also his brother. Uh, see, for a while, that and uh, Camp Scare, those were the first two of the new animation style. I had a hard time placing those two because they're both like really solid, but I do find myself watching Camp Scare a lot more often. Because it's a good I thought you, I thought you were going to say movie. I found myself having a hard dick. <laughs> you're like, whoa, dude. It's just a cartoon. No shit. 
No, that's what Witch's Ghost and the Mystery Begins do. Anyway. At least wait till you get to the live action with Linda Cardellini. Oh. Which that's coming up soon, gang. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Camp Scare, I placed that higher because that's a really good summertime movie. It gets you in the mood for summer, which I'm never in the mood for summer, but it kind of makes it more palatable, if you know what I mean. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, anyway, number eight, Abercadabra Number nine, when I saw this movie, I was fucking shocked that I thought it was this good, but a lot of people said it was good when it came out, and I was like, ain't no fucking way. It's like American Idol in Scooby. Fuck that shit. But Stage Fright is a damn good movie, dude. I think I've, I think we have that one. I think I've seen that one, too. Okay. What, what happens in that one? Uh, Fred and Daphne are in a singing competition or a talent competition. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. It's not one of the ones we watched. We've watched multiple times, but I, I'm pretty sure we've seen that one. It's kind of Phantom of the Opera. Okay. It's really fucking. That's the thing. It's like I don't want to spoil the fuck out of these movies, but but yeah, there's like three false finishes in it that it's handled really fucking well because a lot of times they've done that false finish shit, uh, and the original four movies did it well, but. A lot of times they do that false finish shit, and it's like, alright, come on. Let's just stop. But that one, like I said, they do it like three times, and it really fucking works. Rounding out the top ten would be a movie that you gave me one copy of, but it was a fucked up disc, so you uh, bought me another copy. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'm generous like that. Yeah, I really did appreciate that. I told you you didn't have to buy another, but you did. Uh, Franken-Creepy. Oh, okay. They do some things in that that they don't really do in any of the other Scooby movies that if they did use it more often, it would be like, I think I'm done. Yeah. They do that jump cut shit a lot in that movie, but it's... It's used well to move the plot forward and give you, like, a lot of information really fast. Yeah. So they don't have to be like, all right, let's spend ten minutes fucking breaking down what this means. Right. That's that's one that um, Bernie really wanted when it came out. Because he was really, that was, like, at the height of his Scooby-Doo, I think. And, yeah. Uh, we got it. We were all excited to watch it. And he started, he, it fucking scared the shit out of him. He never wanted to watch it again. He never <laughs> even finished it. Of the newer movies, I would say it is probably the darkest. Yeah, he was like, nope. Uh, yeah, I, I can understand why. Because it gets real fucking creepy. Gets Franken-creepy, bitch. Fucking eh, yeah, because there's like this Franken-freak monster where it's like half crab, half fucking turtle, half like what? squid or some shit. And there was a bit of controversy about Daphne when that movie came out. Sex tape? No, that would have been an awesome controversy. Even if it was just Grey's, I'd have been like, okay. Mm. Uh, <laughs> um, but everybody was living out their first, or their worst fears, not their first fears, their worst fears. And there was a bit of shit about Daphne's, but it's kind of overblown bullshit anyway. What was her first fear, or worst fear? <laughs> you did it too. Uh, did you do it on purpose? No. <laughs> I, <laughs> We're just I wish I had. That stupid. <laughs> Uh, her worst fear was that she wasn't, like, a size 2 anymore. She was, like, a size 8 or something. And it's like, well, if oh, you look at Daphne... pig. Size 8. They made her giant, too. Oh, so she was clearly not an 8. <laughs> she was, like, a 32. 
Yeah. And it's like, well, one, if you look at Daphne's character where she's always been about looks and aesthetics and shit, it's like, it makes sense. But two, if you get to the end of the plot and you see, like, she becomes like a size 58 or something, and you can see how over-exaggerated it is, it's like, if you're gonna bitch about this, you need to fucking get a life. Yeah. But, yeah, so there was that. But it's really a strong fucking movie. My number 11, which I don't think you've seen this one at all, either, is Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, the second theatrical live-action movie. Nope, haven't seen it. That one ties in a lot of the villains from the old cartoons. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and they do them live-action. Oh, shit. Uh, so it's like, whoa! Space kook? Uh, I think you see his costume in live-action, but... Not in motion, hmm. but Minor 49er is, um... Phantom Creeper? I think you see his costume, too, but not in motion. But you see Minor 49er, you see the Skeleton Men, you see the Pterodactyl Ghost, you see, um, uh, the Tar Monster. There was another one. Did I say the Skeleton Men? Yeah. Okay. They turn out to just be Cobra Kai. Ew. The 10,000 Volt Ghost is in there, too. Okay. Uh, cotton candy globs. So there's a lot of fucking live action versions of villains. And then you see people who used to wear the costumes in the movie too. Oh yeah. In a bar. And mm. then you've got like fucking uh, Seth Green's in it. So it's even cooler. Um, yeah, that's one I would definitely suggest you check out. Cause I think you'd dig it. Okay. Um, number 12 is WrestleMania mystery. First WWE movie. My only problem with that really is that it's a movie set at WrestleMania and they didn't put Taker in it, but he was in the follow-up, so I'll cut him some slack, but still, it's like, come on. Was that the one with John Cena on the cover? Yes. Dun, 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 dun. Where he comes fucking running in at one point like Superman, and it's like, you're really not helping that Super Cena thing. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good one. Big Top is number 13. That one, I think... There's a bit of continuity between that and I want to say Stage Fright or Franken Creepy, but the one character that's in that, the like rock star, he's like a Russian rock star or some shit. Yeah. Or German or something. He uh, makes an appearance or like a cameo or there's like an Easter egg in the background of him in one of these other movies that's really fucking cool sense of continuity there. And I dug, but that one takes place at a... Uh, Circus, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, werewolf creatures are trying to steal some shit, and it's good. It reminds me a bit of that uh, circus episode of Where Are You? Oh, yeah, okay. Because if I remember right, this one has some hypnotism in it, too. Ah. Uh, so that's the tie is there. Is Herman there? Ha! And the Pickle of Poopala Brothers? Nope, nope, nope. Not him. Mm, okay. This was post-fucking... Famous wrist, so I don't think he was in many kids' movies after that. (laughs) Nope, he wasn't. Number 14 is another one that we've done a commentary for. Um, Cyber Chase? Nope, that was number four. Oh, I missed, uh, uh, um... You're wrong, it's Brave and Bold. Oh, okay. Forgot we did a commentary for that, didn't you? I did. I was trying. I knew. I knew it had to be one of the last minute ones or like the new release commentaries. Yeah. That we've done. I couldn't. I don't know why I couldn't think of Brave and the Bold. And I mean, we both watched that. We did a commentary for it. That's a rock solid movie too. Yeah, I would have put that way higher on my list. 
well, I've got 35 movies to get through, and as long as it's yeah, my above list is 20, way shorter. All most yeah. of the ones that you've already gone through, I would have put at the bottom of my list because I haven't seen them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figured that. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, some of these are ones that I would love to get on Blu-ray someday. Yeah, I'd like. I'd like to have the. I think I do have the Blu-ray of the Brave and the Bold one. No, because they didn't do a Blu-ray. Oh, okay, then it's just DVD. Yeah, that was after they quit doing Blu-rays. That's what I was going to say. For some stupid reason, they stopped doing Blu-rays. They put out my number 15, which is Curse of the Speed Demon. That's the second WWE movie that does have Taker in it. But they had quit putting out Blu-rays on them, but that one came out on Blu-ray because they're like, well, that'll fucking sell units, and it obviously did. But yeah... I'm, I'm, it really bugs me that they stopped putting out Blu-rays, but what the fuck can I do? Nothing. Although, in June, I think it was on June 4th, they put out a bunch of 50th anniversary Scooby shit. Some of that is shit that's never been on Blu-ray, like the new Scooby movies. So, mm-hmm. if anybody out there is wanting to get something, get that Blu-ray. Because that's uh, helpful to Blu-ray sales, that would help. But yeah, my number 15 is Curse of the Speed Demon. I That... I'll be honest, got probably more points than it deserved just because it's like Undertaker in a Scooby-Doo movie. And it, I I love that fucking movie, dude. There's no wrestling in it, but it's like, that's a good fucking movie. Hmm. Um, my number 16 is one that we've heard there's going to be a follow-up to, but we don't know if it's going to be on Scooby-Doo and Guess Who or if it's going to be another movie. Warner Brothers really doesn't give us any information, but... Other than Robert Pattinson is Batman. Well, I mean, on the Scooby front, they never say shit about Scooby, but they'll shove Batman up your ass and down your throat and back and forth, back and forth, and it's like, wait, was that just up an ass? They're like, take it. <laughs> that was gross. I realize that now. That was Went a little too far, but yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so which one is it? Rock and Roll Mystery is my number 16. That's the Kiss movie. Oh. That's another one that I was like, I'm shocked I like this as much as I do. I mean, yeah, it's number 16, but again, these top 20 or so are all like dick hairs apart. It's not like fucking 15 is awesome, but 16 is where it starts getting shitty. Doesn't really start getting shitty or... Not even shitty, but, like, well, that's middle of the road until, like, 24, 23, 24 in there. That's when it's, like, they're a little bit further behind. But, yeah, that rock and roll mystery, that was one of the ones in recent years where they kind of played around with, maybe it's not the fucking monster or a man in a mask. Maybe it's some real shit going down. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But they kind of recanted toward the end and then gave you a wink that's like, but is it? But is it? Kind of like um, Curse of the 13th Ghost. They kind of right. like, it's all bullshit. Or is it at the right. end? Right. Number 17 will be Legend of the Vampire, which that's the second Hex Girls episode. It takes place in Australia. Our movie takes place in Australia mm-hmm. at the um, Rock Festival. You seen that one or no? What was it called again? Legend of the Vampire. Mm, I don't think I've seen that one. It's pretty solid. I mean... Maybe I was a little too hasty. This is where they start dropping in quality a little bit, not too much, but right around 23, 24 is when it's like, ooh. Yeah. They drop a little harder, but this one, it's a step down, but still, I'd watch it if it's on, or if I'm in the mood for some Scooby, I wouldn't be like, nah, not that. Um, 
Number 18 is the first live-action theatrical movie. Okay. Simply titled Scooby-Doo. I've seen, I've seen half of that, I think. That one, there's a funny story. I may have told this before. I'll tell it again real quick. We went and saw that with the kids across the street, I think. Yeah, with the kids across the street. And um, my dad took me because I had a free ticket, kind of like, you know, with the Spider-Man shit. Uh-huh. I had bought a VHS and it came with a free ticket inside. And I was like, oh, shit, we get to go now, right? And he's like, I guess. <laughs> we went to go see it and my dad kind of passed out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, you just paid like fucking ten dollars to take a nap. I know, but it's it was nice and comfortable in there, and those seats ain't bad. And it's like, oh fuck, man. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes you gotta take a nap. But on the second movie, which again was my number eleven, he did he made it all the way through that, and was like, oh, clearly that one was better. I didn't fall asleep, and it's like, phew. <laughs> number nineteen is one that was rumored for probably a good five years before it happened. Uh, another one of the more recent ones was Shaggy Showdown. That was the Western. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one was okay. I did dig it, but, you know, again, process of elimination, it's gotta be where it's at. Right. Like I said, like, five years or more, there were rumors that there's a Scooby-Doo Western coming, there's a Scooby-Doo Western coming, with no real like, source. It was just some rumor that somebody found somewhere and then posted on Wikipedia, sourceless, and everybody was like, I think that's going to happen. And then when it finally did happen, it was like, holy shit, they were right. <laughs> so I don't know if that was like being worked on all those years ago in Warner Brothers or if they were just like, I think these motherfuckers want a Western. Get somebody on that. Um, number 20 is Curse of the 13th Ghost. We went in depth on that in the commentary. Mm-hmm. It's good, but I don't like how it kind of recants on the show. Yeah. On my original list, my number 21, I think, was a bit higher. Yeah, it was 16. And I moved it down simply because, although I liked what they did and how it was a different twist on it, it's just, this is when they start getting middle of the road. And it's also, it's part of the What's New era, which a lot of those just felt like long episodes of What's New, and they didn't really have too much personality. There was a lot of world traveling in those that was kind of unnecessary. It just... And I mean, flat out, some of them they did National Ge- uh, Geographic specials on the DVDs. Like, five minute, like, hey, this is oh, no the country shit. we went to. Yeah. And it felt like they were kind of just doing a National Geographic special with some of these movies. And Where's My Mummy? I've talked about it before. It's the one where, spoilers, Velma turns out to be the bad guy. And it was like, I did not fucking see that coming. I think you said you saw it one time, or maybe I just spoiled it for you. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah. Well, sorry. It's okay. But yeah, you've told told me that before. Okay. But yeah, that one's really fucking good. But like I said, this is where they start falling a bit behind. It's not such a tight pack. Uh, Number 22, Loch Ness Monster. That one, just like uh, another one coming up, or no, that one introduces a character that does come back in a later movie, and it felt like a throwaway character, but though the later movie is a bit lower on my list, I do appreciate the continuity there. The gang goes to uh, Scotland because Daphne's got a cousin there, and I think they're involved in the Highland Games or some shit. I don't really remember because I haven't seen it in a while, but damn good movie. Here's one that me and you had an argument about one time, about whether fucking chupacabras are... Uh, 
like Bigfoots or not, and I was like, well, fucking, I'll cite Scooby-Doo to prove you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monster of Mexico, where El Chupacabra and that is basically fucking Mexican Bigfoot. Yeah, I've seen, we've seen that one a ton. My kids have watched that a ton of times. That's that's a good one. That and Legend of the Vampire on Blu-ray. I was never able to find them, though. Oh, really? But they're really fucking watchable movies. Yeah, I, I enjoy that one. That one's good. Yeah. My number 24 is another recent one. I think I don't think we did a commentary for this. Gourmet Ghost. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. we didn't do No, we didn't. We watched that on uh, Boomerang. Oh, did you? What did you think of it? Um, I was not really that engaged with it. Yeah, no. It was, the kids were watching it. It was just kind of on the background for me. Yeah, see, this is one that I, I bounced around a lot because there's ones after it that I like more, but the quality of that one's a bit better. Mm-hmm. That's why I put it higher, but I... Even now, I'm like, maybe I should drop this about three. (laughs) (laughs) But like I said, the quality of it's better, and I kind of put it a little higher, too, because with the celebrity chefs in there, that kind of exposes Scooby to a new audience. Right. So I'm taking everything into account when I made my list. That's very diplomatic of you. Not just like, well, I like that one better. That's what I would do. What, just what you like best? Uh Oh, I'm very shallow. Yeah, see, I'm taking that into account first, and then it's like impact on the franchise and all that type of shit. Number 25 is one that, if you haven't seen it, I will truly be stunned. And it's another one, though, that feels like a National Geographic special. Oh. It's uh, Aloha Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, we've got that one. Yeah, I figured watch, you That's another one it, that though. they watch all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the Adam West one. The Adam West one? Yeah. Adam West is in that? Yeah, he plays, I think think like a sort of hippie um oh yeah okay salesman yeah, yeah. on the beach or yeah. something yeah 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 that's another one that came out on blu-ray like years after its initial release and i did end up getting the blu-ray of that one that's a good movie i like that one i think they did take it from four by three to 16 by nine too that's another good reason to get these ones that have been released after on blu-ray oh that's pretty cool i know legend of the vamp and uh monster of mexico are the same way too so Again, if you want to get those movies, check those, get the Blu-rays, because there's more information on the disc. Um, My number 26 is Pirates Ahoy. That one I thought was a little weird because it introduced Fred's parents. Mm, Okay. And they were, like, really weird tourist types, like, stereotypical, like, oh, look over here, hon, we gotta go look at this now, huh? Yeah, I think I've seen that one. I think, pretty sure we have that one on DVD. See, it kind of reminds me of uh, Sam's parents in the Transformers movies. Fred's parents do. Goblin King is number 27. That is a Halloween-themed movie where shit gets weird. There's really no mystery to it. It's just um, Shaggy and Scooby get transported into this demon world. Tim Curry's in it as the Goblin King, and it's just a strange fucking movie. Technically, it's not the first they don't bill it as a musical, but it's a musical, and it's fucking weird. There's, a like, an elf princess, too, that they help out. In a way, it sort of reminds me of Arabian Nights. Like, they had a script, and they're like, let's jam in these fucking characters, too. But I used to watch that every year on Halloween. I kind of slipped out of it because it's like, this movie's not great. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But, um, 
Number 28 is the one that I said earlier. There's a follow-up to Loch Ness Monster. Chill Out is number 28. That's the follow-up to um, Loch Ness Monster. And the uh, dude who's chasing Nessie comes back as like a weather station DJ type in that movie. Okay. One of the things I do like about that movie is you hear Casey Kasem as Casey Kasem doing like a top 40 thing. And oh, that's it's a cool little fucking meta. Yeah, it's a cool little nod to that. Now, this is where things start getting bad. We've gone from middle of the road to like, yeah, I mean, I'd watch it from time to time to like, oh, God, why'd you bother? Because on reflect upon reflection, number 29 is one that I really don't think I like. It's Haunted Hollywood, the first Lego movie. Both of those Lego movies really left a bad taste in my mouth, especially the second one, which I'll get to in a couple minutes. Really? Okay. Yeah. I had a feeling like all the ones that I have watched and kind of like are probably at the bottom of your list. (laughs) Well, yeah. I know there's one that you really like that I'm like, what are you, fucking nuts? And you're like, you put it that low? What are you, fucking nuts? But uh, that one I put a little bit higher, though, because... I do like Elvira, and James Arnold Taylor's pretty good in it, too. Yeah. Number 30 is Moon Monster Madness. This is a clusterfuck of a movie. I've never even heard of that one, I don't think. I would suggest watching it just to be like, what the fuck were they thinking? Like, that would be a good B-movie May type of commentary, or B-movie March type commentary, because it's just one where you could look at it and marvel at the fucking ridiculousness and the poor decision-making. These last six have all been set in stone no matter how many times I've done this list. Okay. But Moon Monster Madness, yeah, I would recommend checking it out because like I was trying to say, it would be a good B-movie March uh, movie because it's just stunning to Marvel and be like, what the fuck were they thinking? Why did they do this? Who greenlit this fucking thing? But number 31 is Blowout Beach Bash. And here's the thing, if you've got a three-word title, it seems, your movie sucks. Because Moon Monster Madness and Blowout Beach Bash, they're both terrible. Beach Bash is the uh, second Lego movie. I actually like that one better than the first one. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) You don't like when they Uh, do the jinkies? I I don't like anything about that movie. (laughs) I just don't fucking like it, dude. Velma does her version of the Humpty Dance. I I remember. (laughs) I wish I didn't, but I remember. (laughs) The next one is another one that was released on Blu-ray... Which, I know it's going to be a sword through your heart, but number 32 is Samurai Sword. Oh, I really like that movie. That was the I first know one you we, do. That was the first one my kids actually, my first kid was actually watching was Samurai Sword. Really? Yeah. Oh, cut you deep, Shrek, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> it's a very special, special movie. And I'll see that one... It's not just you like it, that one's got special memories, so you'd have boosted it higher for that. So don't fucking tell me I'm being whatever the fuck you called me earlier. There's been a lot of anger since then, so I don't remember. I don't remember diplomatic. calling you anything. I think you might have made something up. No, you called me diplomatic. Oh, diplomatic, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just tip to tail, I don't like that movie. Hmm. That's like probably, well, I mean, obviously looking at my list, that's the worst of the... Uh, What's new era for me? Wow. Okay. Yeah. But don't worry, it gets worse than that. Well, yeah, we're only on 27, right? 32 of 35. Oh, 32 of 35, okay. Yeah, there's been a lot of chaos and anger since then, so we kind of lost track. Yeah. 
Uh, but only reason I remember is because I'm marking them off as I go. 33 is Legend of the Phanosaur. Oh, I kind of like that one, too. Yeah, see, I don't like dinosaurs. I don't like when they do fucking... But it wasn't a real dinosaur. I know, but just fucking... I Dinosaurs do nothing for me. Dinosaurs are cool. Uh, no, they're not. And then when they start getting too heavy on the lovey-dovey plots, it's like, ugh. Oh, that will, I agree, that's kind of weird. And also, fucking Velma's lovey-dovey dude is like an exact copy of her. I know. That was creepy, too. I know. She was gonna fucking sop him up with a biscuit, too. It was fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> wow, dude, I haven't heard that phrase in about two years. Because <laughs> that was something my dad used to say all the fucking time. Ew, really? So, oh, yeah, he'd be like, oh, sop that up with a biscuit. And it's like, dude. Gross. <laughs> Why is it gross when my dead dad says it, but when you say it, it's like, uh, uh, I'm funny and clever, ain't I? I wouldn't want my dad to be saying that shit. When will it sink into you that I'm not just fucked up because it's fun? (laughs) (laughs) It's not just because I like hearing your reactions, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't like that movie. It's just... And that's the movie where all that fucking Shaggy's the most powerful being in the world shit started. Mm. Okay. I didn't really like the whole fucking if you get scared one more time thing either. It just felt <clears throat> kind of dumb. I don't know. I liked it. Number 34 is a movie that I will give it this. The animation in it is fucking beautiful. If we were just going by how well they were animated, this one would be top 10. Okay. Sadly, we're not. This is the one that they say is the first Scooby-Doo musical, and... Oh, Music of the Vampire? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that movie. I don't like the music in it. I just... It felt threadbare to begin with, but once you throw in the music, it's like, nope, I'm out. Yeah. I don't think we've ever actually watched that one either. I mean, I, I would highly recommend you don't. Yeah. So wait, I thought this was going to be your bottom one. Oh! There's one even worse than this? There's one that's way worse than this. Oh, I know which one it is. What is it? Arabian Nights. Or no. No, no, because you nope. said that one's not on the list. Nope, disqualified. Oh, shit, then I guess I don't know what it is, because I thought that was the one you said was the worst in the past. Technically, technically it is the worst, but it's only because Shaggy and Scooby are only there... Because Hanna-Barbera was like, let's throw in our most popular characters, I guess. So I don't really consider it a Scooby movie. Damn, I don't know who it, I don't know what it is then. They call it a Scooby special, but it's really not even a Scooby special. It's like a Hanna-Barbera mishmash. It's a, spe- it's a Scooby special ed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if you look at the designs of Shaggy in that, you hit the nail on the head, brother. Because everybody's off model, too. Number 35 is the sequel to my second favorite Scooby movie of all time. Curse of the Lake Monster. That was the second live-action TV movie. Oh. That one got bogged down by a lot of fucking lovey-dovey plot shit, for one. For two, there is absolutely no mystery in it whatsoever, because the opening of it has the gang running around in this house in a scene that you see later, and you're like, well, there's Fred, there's Daphne, there's Shaggy and Scooby, and they're all like, it was you? It's you? Like, it's you? It's you? And it's like, 
well, there's Daphne, there's Fred, there's Shaggy, and so it's Velma. So they told you from the jump who the villain was, so it's just a train wreck. That's a movie, and I would guess Daphne and Velma is the same way, but that's a movie (laughs) that if you see it, just keep walking, because it's not even worth your time. And it it feels like a live-action cartoon, which you would think this this would be a case where it's like, well, fuck yeah, that's awesome. No. It's like the worst version of a live-action cartoon. And it sucks because I really dig this cast. I think Nick Pilatus is a great Shaggy. Haley Kilko is a damn good Velma. Kate Melton makes a good Daphne. And then there's a guy who plays Fred. Um, <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Scooby's barely in this movie, too. Oh, really? They could have easily just, like, put him in scenes, like, just to have him there, even if he doesn't do anything. But no, it's just like, fuck the dog, that shit's expensive. Yeah, that's why they didn't do it. Oh, yeah, definitely. But he's barely in the movie. You've got two fucking romantic plots that are dog shit. And then, yeah, they telegraphed from the beginning who the villain was. So either... However you want to look at that, that's like three or four strikes, so it's definitely out. Although it does have some really great cameos, like the dude who played Bull on uh, Night Court's in it, and um, Nichelle Nichols is in it, too. Oh, really? But can't save it. Mm. So, it must be bad. And it is. So yeah, that's my top 35. If I do ever end up seeing Daphne and Velma, I'll put that at 36. I mean, I'll put that where it belongs. (laughs) Right. But... You ain't, you ain't never going to see that. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, probably not. Like I said, I'm stupid. I I want to see it just because it's Scooby, just like I would have continued reading Scooby Apocalypse just because it says Scooby, but it's just like, no, I'm good. Yeah, no. I don't need that in my life. <laughs> no, nobody needs that. Although I've been told by a few people, well, it's really good. You should give it a chance. And it's like, I don't fuck you. No, no thanks. So, so anywho, yeah, that's my list. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Let me know. Don't at me. (laughs) Do at me. I don't care. But most people would be like, dude, I don't know what the fuck you just said. Half of that made no sense to me. And I'll be like, well, you're a dick. No, it all made sense to me. I just (laughs) haven't seen all of it. So half of the ones that are in your top, in your 20 are like like my favorites. (laughs) Yeah. But like I said, my top five and my bottom six never changed. Well, I mean, that doesn't make me feel better. I know, but I just want to <laughs> say it again. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to do some more watch. See, this is the year we should have watched a bunch of them. We'll have to do it in 10 years for the 60th. Oh, God. Every commentary that year is going to be Scooby. Okay. <laughs> you got it. I guess it's time to do thank yous. We were going to talk a bit about Book Club, but that'll have to wait till next episode. So, thank yous, as per usual, go to at the J. Sarge, at Sherry Archinoff, at J.P. Montgomery, and at Looking for Eight. Um, I didn't do that how I normally did, just because I'm trying to get us out of here faster. Find our shit at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud. Find everything we do at NerdBlitz.com. Get yourself some merch by going to redbubble.com slash people slash NerdBlitzPod slash sha no slash portfolio. And... Get yourself some extra audio by going to tstjproductions.bandcamp.com. You can get the Camping Trip, the Nerd Blitz Pilot Trio, the Laughing Bird, and the DCCU album for $5, 4 3 and $5 respectively. 
Also, I'm going to throw this tease out here since this is so far off. There might be another album up there at this point. If not, it's coming very soon where we don't have a suggested price on it. We just want to test the waters for something and we want you to pay whatever you want to to listen to it. Hopefully that's more than nothing. So, uh, yeah, there's that. Like I said, hopefully it's out at this point. If not, it'll be coming very soon. Other than that, I'm at the Scooby-Doom. You are? At Fitzman73. And on both Twitter and the Instagram, we're at NerdBlitzPod. Oh yeah, another tease for next episode. We're going to talk about a comic that we were given the um, first issue of to review called Invasion from Planet WrestleTopia. It's a um, indie wrestling uh, comic from Starburn, I think, Entertainment. Starburns, sorry. Which, like I said, we'll get into it more next time. But yeah, that's something to look forward to, gang. I think that about wraps it up. So I'll say until next time. Bye. How did I open this? Fucking, I have no idea, dude. (laughs) Oh, Macho Man. That's why I did Macho Man, because I was hoping we'd get to talk about that this episode, but we didn't. So, yeah. So, um, give me a bye again. Bye. Oh, yeah. Come back next time. Oh, yeah. Our sanity depends on it. Oh, yeah. The cream rises to the top. Yeah. I'm going to smack around, uh, was it Terry? Oh, yeah. That got dark, yeah. (laughs) I don't feel so good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Is that a tree? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) I'm going (laughs) to... Let's stop, because I'm about to get dark. (laughs) Yeah. This has been a feature of JJ2E Media and TSDJA Productions.